Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We're going to help you set your week two lineups next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers, and I'm here to ask Keith Cummings some start-sit questions for week two, because that's the nice thing about this job. I get to ask the actual experts uh, who they would start, and we'll go position by position today. But first, Heath, how are you viewing Josh Palmer for Thursday's game against the Chiefs with Keenan Allen ruled out with that hamstring injury? I'm viewing him as the number two wide receiver in the offense. I'm viewing him as a number three wide receiver in fantasy. I think there is significant risk and upside in this matchup. Hopefully, Justin Herbert doesn't throw the ball 31 times again, and hopefully he doesn't just throw it four (laughs) times to every player on his team. But my expectation is somewhere in the seven to 10 target range for Mike Williams and somewhere in the six to eight target range for Josh Palmer. Yeah, Palmer did have 17.6 PPR points in the one game he played without Keenan Allen last season. The game wasn't actually as impressive as that total makes it sound because he did score a touchdown. It was five catches on six targets for 66 yards. That's fine. You'll take that uh, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't score a touchdown. But, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily viewing him as a must start guy at all. No, not a must start, but he's right more a that, wide receiver four for me. He's more in the juju range for me, but I, it's wide receiver three. There's a hundred okay. of them. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to position by position. I'm going to just ask you two players. You tell me who you'd rather start and why. We'll start with quarterback. How about Derek Carr versus Arizona this week or Aaron Rodgers versus Chicago, both coming off weirdly ineffective games, although Carr was much better than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, who would you rather start out of those two? Yeah, I am going to go with Derek Carr. Um, they're within a half a point in my projections, so I don't actually care that much. But there's at least a small chance that what we saw from the Packers in week one is just that their offense isn't as good without Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers isn't as good. Um, There's also a chance that he's just the number two quarterback from this point forward, just like he was in 2020 after or 2021 after he started the season as QB 35 in week one. Um, they're both low end starting quarterbacks. I would actually start both over Tom Brady this week, but I'd prefer Carr over Rogers. I actually have both ranked over Tom Brady as well. Um, they're both like 10 and 11. So for yep. me, they're, they're separated by a quarter of a point in my projection. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hem the line even more than you Let's move on to running back. And I think you're starting both of these guys probably, but who would you rather start right now? AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones? I'm still going with Aaron Jones. Um, they're both top 15 running backs for me this week in full PPR. I didn't like the fact that Aaron Jones only got five carries. It bugged me, but <laughs> they've talked all offseason about how he's their best offensive player, and A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon's their second best offensive player, so I just expect they're going to give him the ball more. He actually led the team in route participation. Yep. He's going to get more targets than he did last week. He's going to get more carries than he did last week, and the Bears are not very good. I don't think. I don't think. We'll Remember see. last year, Aaron Jones only had, I believe, five carries and two targets in week one last year. So this is kind of becoming a trend. So hopefully, mm-hmm. I think he still ended up RB9 for the season as a whole. So hopefully that 
you know turns around like it did. I, I'm with you. I think Aaron Jones is should be ranked higher than AJ Dillon. Still, I'm not ready to make that leap. Let's move on to wide receiver and uh, Christian Kirk had a very good week one. He was, I believe, top ten in air yards among all wide receivers. He had what twelve targets. He was clearly Trevor Lawrence's number one option. Would you rather start him over DK Metcalf at this point? I would, and I don't know if that says more about Kirk or Metcalf, but I love the fact that Kirk was just the clear number one wide receiver on the team. It is a more difficult matchup this week against the Colts and Kenny Moore, um, mm-hmm. so that will be interesting to see if it holds over. But I just I don't have very much confidence. I'm just ranking DK Metcalf as a top 30 wide receiver because he's so amazing. <laughs> um, I, I, I know that he's probably not going to average five yards per catch again, but he's also probably not going to catch 100% of his targets again either. I think he's somewhere in that wide receiver three discussion with Josh Palmer and Juju Smith-Schuster. I'd, re- I'd start Metcalf over both of them, but Kirk's a number two for me this week. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Kirk's a number two for me. Uh, DK Metcalf, he's 29 for me. So, yeah, I think there's a, a little bit of separation between them. And then to get a couple tight ends out here, who would you rather start? Gerald Everett on Thursday coming off a yeah, solid game. Three catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown, but no Keenan Allen for that one. Or Pat Fryermuth, who led all tight ends in, I believe he led all tight ends in targets per route run. I think he led all tight ends in just targets uh, and was top three in air yards, I believe. So Gerald Everett or Pat Fryermuth for week two? You are not going to like my reasoning behind this one because I know how you feel about defense versus tight end. But there are a couple of defenses that it's been like five years running now, and one of those are the Patriots. Um, so I'm going to go with Gerald Everett over Pat Fryermuth. The, the Patriots have been really, really tough against tight ends, and this game has an over-under of 40. <laughs> Gerald Everett playing in a game with an over-under of 54. I think that means it's more likely that Gerald Everett scores a touchdown than Pat Fryermuth, especially with no Keenan Allen. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I think, like, Frymuth, it was nice to see him get so involved. I think the the two biggest plays by the Steelers were both by tight ends, but I just I feel like that could just be a bad offense, and especially against New England. It, it's not so much like New England's been good against tight ends. New England's just been good on defense. Right. So I'm I'm not super worried about, you know, the the specifics of that matchup. It's just that New England's probably a tougher matchup than Kansas City. So oh, I agree but, with you there. But, but undeniably, I think across all all positions. Yeah, so I agree with you there. That's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of Thursday Night Football. We'll be taking your questions live on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasyfootball today. We'll be live for about half an hour after that Thursday Night Football game to answer some questions. So make sure you tune in for that. We'll see you next time. Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!